whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars. Here we go. Vegas Hockey Hotline on a Monday, AM 1400 KSHP in Las Vegas. There's a lot on the proverbial docket, and the highlight is one of our favorites is with us, Pat Micheletti. We're going to Minnesota here in just a second. What a hockey game last night. Boy, wouldn't it be great if those two teams played a playoff series? Oh, wait a minute. We already saw that. I think I'd like to see it again. Wow. That was a hockey game, man. Good stuff. Golden Knights are playing good in Minnesota. These guys do not go quietly into the night. They're a good team. That was fun. I mean, you can't play like games like that on an 82-game schedule every night. It's a treat when you get them, though, and tip of the hat to both teams. That was good fun. Max Pacioretty on a heater, you think? Yeesh. Man, this guy's like smoking hot. So now the Golden Knights head on an Eastern road swing. We got a lot on the docket. COVID. Here we go. Calgary's got games canceled now. The Olympics, we'll get into this. We've been talking about this for three weeks. For three weeks, common sense was starting to say, how do you send them? You can't do it. Then Leonard said, yeah, not for me. And he's always at the forefront of things, jumping in front of the mic and saying what he thinks. Knew there were other guys who were thinking this. We're hearing a guy on the Leafs who's on the Canadian team. They didn't say who it was. He's saying that, eh, not so much. But Transville's saying, I'm thinking twice about it. Because once the word came out that potential quarantine was three weeks. <laughs> really? And then, you know, Bedman's putting a good face on this. Going, yeah, well, you know, we're going to do everything we can and you know, keep our guys safe and this and that. But we'll see what the IOC handbook comes And the IOC handbook comes out three to five weeks. You make the, what? You make the semifinals? And all of a sudden, somebody tests positive and they're stuck there for five weeks? Not for me. I don't think so. All right. There's a lot on the docket. Let's bring him in. He's our dear friend. As Stevie Slapshit, well, as Stevie would say, well, I'll just say it this way, Stevie's not here. Stevie's favorite Micheletti. And you know what? He's starting to wear me down, too. He might be mine, too. The birthday boy, the, the, man, the man who's shoveling 21 inches of snow as we speak, Pat Micheletti joins us. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you. I'm I'm tuckered. Yeah, we we got uh, we got um, dumped on. All right, that's that's <laughs> the best way to say it. Uh, but you know what? It's Minnesota. It's winter. You were used to it in Buffalo, and you know here we here we are. But I'm I'm glad you're nice and warm and toasty and yeah, I don't know you about know, that. All, all that good stuff. Hey, by the way, um, all kidding aside, I didn't honestly should have and didn't. Box of rocks that I am in in sportsbook radio, uh, but you mentioned you, you got snow. I mean, my lord, these poor people with those tornadoes is that unbelievable? Oh my god, it's unbelievable. The one storm, two hundred miles on the ground. 
I mean, yeah. you, 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 uh, I mean, you th- all the all the little things we whine about, Pat, in our lives on yep. a daily basis. I mean, you and I are chirping each other on the phone, going on here and going, "Yeah, my my sciatic, I got sciatic right. pain." Yeah, look, yeah right. sh- shut up, you baby. Yeah, my my heart goes out to those people, and uh, it's just it's just awful. I mean, the the town of Mayfield, uh, Kentucky, just oh. completely obliterated. I mean, obliterated. I I. You know, it's just it's it's sad. It's awful, and you know this. You know, I, I I hope our world can our our country can come together a little bit better, and and um, you know uh, realize what really is. Yeah, important, I mean, we are. We, you know? You're right, man. I mean, we really are all in this together. Not to get yeah. Socratic here. You know, it's a hockey show, but every yep. every day's a good day, Pat. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah, be be thankful for what you have, and you know, just you know, just be nice. Yeah, it's, it's not Nothing that hard. Nice. Give it, give it the old nope. college try. It's not hard yep. to be nice. I, I, you know what? We went again. Okay, I'm Father Time, right? My social security number is yep. twenty, right? Yeah. Took Mama for lunch uh, last week, and I'm walking out the door, and it was like a little, uh, an older lady, and. It's like a two doors to get out of the restaurant. So I walk out, and she's kind of coming up. So I wait, and I hold the door open. And she says to me, I'm waiting for my friend. You don't have to hold it. I go, no, that's no, fine. Take your time. And then there's a little older lady than her who's really moving slow. And I stood yeah. there, and I held the door, you know, held the door. What? 30 seconds. Held the door open right. for the two ladies. And then I'm standing there. Now this the one older lady I mean, you're sitting there going, this is going to be a, a project for her to get in the car. So now I go over and I hold the passenger door open. They're looking yeah. at me like I got ten heads. You know, right. like, like, I mean, when we were kids, if I didn't hold the door open for a lady, oh, my boy. father would have yeah. beat me to within an inch of my life. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, do you, when, uh, when, yeah, do yeah. You see, when do you see anybody young anymore hold doors for people? No. I, it's no. not that hard. No, we live in a me, me, me world. What's best for me, you know? Which is unfortunate, but you know what? Um, it, it just uh, you know what happened, and and uh, and you know with those tornadoes, and oh. it, it just it just breaks your heart. It, no. it really does. And, no, no. I know, mean, it's, 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 it's a good wake up call for for everybody. No, amen. Okay, we were awake watching that hockey game last night, yeah. Pat. I mean, I saw your tweet. You're like wide open game. This is great, and yeah. I and I'm, I'm like on the way in. I these two teams just play great games. That was yeah. come on, man. That that's a it's a regular season game, but that was played at a different level. It, it was. I mean, I, I mean, Vegas was great, and you know, I mean, you just you got to love their puck movement. You got to love. You know, they get up and down the ice, and they make you play their style of game. And you know, obviously. We see when it gets to the playoffs, it, it gets a little different, right? Um, teams defend a little differently and, you know, so on and so forth. But I tell you, for a regular season game, that, that was as good as it gets. And, um, you know, <laughs> who's going to score last, right? And, and you know, Vegas had the upper hand and they had the lead and Minnesota had to, you know, try to get back into it. And they did. And wired um, one off the know, pipe. Thing, I mean, they, they could have yeah. they could have tied. Listen, in Vegas, you know, it's a different topic. But we were like, like the football polls. We always laughed at the football polls here. That right. I don't think there should be a preseason poll. Teams have too much climbing to do because of some 
oh. whack-a-mole's opinion before they ever played a game. But how many right. times do you see number 12 play number 5 and number 12 is a six-point favorite? And they go, oh, it was right. an upset. No, it wasn't. You know, it, yeah. but a lot of times, and, but we would do stuff like from the odds maker's perspective, like a, a team could lose, play a great game against a great team and lose in overtime, and they would drop in the AP poll five spots. We would raise right. them in the odds maker poll. You learned more about them in defeat. They didn't win the game, but you're like, no, they're the real McCoy. And I'm telling you, that's a game last night. Minnesota doesn't win the game, but you learn a lot about that team. That they don't sure. quit, they keep coming at right. you. Uh, you know, Felino crashes the net. They they clank one off the pipe, and or that yeah. or that game goes to overtime. You know, you don't read six four. Oh, that was okay. That was a high scoring game. Vegas, you know, about Vegas easy beat Minnesota. That was not the case. Those are two evenly matched teams. Yeah, there, there there's no question. There's a different, um, uh, you know, and I I think I said this to you last year where things were starting to change, not there yet, getting there. I don't think they're there yet, but, but their whole um, um, culture, their whole mindset has, has changed. And they're all inclusive with everybody. Um, you know, they have each other's backs. They don't quit. Um, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not the most talented team. They've got some really good players, but, but none of them quit playing and, and, and that's the key. And in, in the NHL, every, everybody's good, right? I mean, every player is, is, is good or else you wouldn't be there. I got you, news for you. you. The guy, some? I'm there with this game last night, Pat, and I, I, gotta th- I don't know that he – did he even show up on the score sheet at all, Eric Sinek? I don't know that no. he – Okay, I got news for you. That guy is a war horse. <laughs> he, that guy spent the entire night in front of Leonard – I mean, when it was all said and done, I mean, by the time throughout the course, of the game, he 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 he's got to be part beaver because he was eating yeah. so much wood standing in front of Leonard the whole game, and he wouldn't budge. And he's trying tips and screens. He got mauled all night long. And what did he do? Next yeah. shift, he went right down there again. Yep. And here's and, and this is something that will shock you. <clears throat> Well, it, it kind of won't, but it will. He has drawn, drawn, twenty penalties this year. I believe it. I mean, he is—he is—he's uh, an instigator without talking. He never—he just gets under the skin of people, and they want to kill him. And he draw, you know, he, he's a—he's just been a master at that. But um, you know, he's—he's he's been a horse. I tell you, um, you know, he had twenty goals last year, which is kind of his breakout year but you know what if he got 15 this year and does what he does everyone would be thrilled i'll tell you the guy um, you know, the it, other it, guy is listen hartman uh you, yep. you can hate the guy and 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 you know but you need guys like that i will say this i'm a i'm a big fan but yeah that, that was a weasel move last night and but that, you know guys are weasels i mean every team needs a weasel yep. but i mean I, I don't mind the the short jabs the couple of short jabs, but when he went and did the marsh the Martian submarine at Stone's knees right. that that's sleazy right. you know I yep. mean yep but but he's the kind he, you want his head on a plate <laughs> you, you do and 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 you know the thing is with with Hartman and right now if you were to pick an MVP it might be him um, he's got 
13 goals. Um, he is, you know, he plays anywhere you want to play him. Now he's up on the top line centering Kaprizov and Zuccarello. Uh, you know, talk about a story. This guy was out of a job, and Paul Fenton two years ago needed to fill a roster spot, and uh, he was a free agent. We got him on a cheap, and uh, you know, and, and he's and he's been terrific um, for this team. No, you know, his, his, his emotions got away last night. No question about it. You, you know, you don't want to see guys try to injure other guys. Um, you know, that's a no-no to me and, and, and to a lot of players. Um, but, you know, but he's, he's, been, he's been great for this team. There's, there's no doubt. No, that, I mean, that was good to say. Hey, what's the deal? What's the update on uh, – they've fallen through the cracks for me. What's the update on Boldy and Rossi? Well, unfortunately, um, they both got hurt. Boldy is back now, and and or excuse me, Rossi is back now, um, and he leads their team in scoring down there. And, and as I've told you, you know, Minnesota doesn't have to do anything with them right now. And Bill Guerin's mo has been, you know, what playing the minors, you know, get get experience, get confidence, and um, when you're ready, we'll bring you up. Now, the, uh, I think Boldy, to me, is, is more than ready. Uh, the unfortunate thing is for him is that he's not going to get the minutes up there. Um, you know, he, he's got, he'll, he'll play in a top six role um, or top nine, what, whatever. Uh, but right now, they're, they're playing so well, they don't need to do anything. Um, I think, I really believe that Garen will make a deal. Um, first centerman at some point in time um and when that happens well the logical choice or the guys that potentially could be moved ding 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 kevin fiala what position does he play left wing what does boldy play left wing um and they and they you know if they're gonna make any type of run they gotta shore up the middle in my opinion and um but again right now does it need to do anything when you when you're on top of the division well, it's you can make you, you can say the same thing. Ultimately, when we get to the playoffs, that's when the questions will be answered. But it, yep. it, is Talbot good enough? You know, I mean, you never know well, with goaltenders, that, right? Huh? Well, here, here's the deal. Um, you know, and something that was brought up on our show the other day was, you know, if Talbot goes down, right, then they have Kakinen. Well, Kakinen's been fine, you know. And, you know, he had a 10-game streak where he was, you know, won, won nine in a row or something uh, when Talbot was, was out last year. But the big question mark is, can he carry the load for 15, 20 games? Um, and if, if, if there's two areas, one, for me anyway, would be a centerman, and the second would be um, acquiring a veteran goaltender who's been around, who's, you know, doesn't have to be the greatest, but you know, knows how to get around and play. And um, so, you know, that that's going to be a big question mark for him. Pat, as you're watching from afar, and I know you pay attention all the time, but obviously, you know, when they're playing the Wild and you you watch the 60 minutes there. Yep. Um, all right, Pat Charetti's on a heater. I mean, you know. Oh, r- my gosh. R- r- rub the guy for luck right now. I mean, he's, he's riding the hot end. But I will tell you something. Chandler Stevenson has been a war oh horse. What a, what a oh. season he's having. He's he has been he I I you know when they first acquired him I didn't know a lot about him and just started watching him 
but man, does he compete. And, you know, he, he just, you know, <laughs> you know, there, there's, there's, there's no way they're going to move him. I, I can guarantee you that. Right. Um, I mean, he, he has been, he's just been terrific for him. I, I love, I love the kid. Well, the thing of the thing that's terrifying is, you know, when Eichel shows up and everybody's sitting there with the machinations of, okay, and, and again, I don't know, everybody from afar seems like hell-bent on putting Eichel between Pacioretty and Stone. I'm like, why, why would you do that? You know, right. leave right. the leave – the, 10 points. Leave, you leave that line alone. Then where you put Eichel gets extremely interesting. Do you possibly put him between – and no knock on Carlson – but do you put him between a Smith and a Margeso, and all of a sudden William Carlson, center in the third line? I mean, and I'm telling you, the other guy that's been the, their plus-minus leader the whole way is Nick Waugh. Now, now you're putting yeah. Nick Waugh center in a fourth line? I mean, it, right. it's scary on paper. You, you want to talk? You want to talk having depth up the middle? And if you're going to win a Stanley Cup, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, you, you got to be, you got to be strong up the middle. You know, just like baseball, right? You know, you, you know your catcher, your your middle infield, and your and, you know, and your and your center fielder. Um, you know, you you need that. You need those those things to to be uh, really successful and win championships. And um, you know, the problem for for Vegas, who are they going to trade? They're gonna they're gonna have to make a move. Um, you know, once cycle is ready to return, it just it just cut and dry, right? I mean, there there's no way they can. They can keep everybody and be under the cap. And, well, the crazy you know, thing so, is, I mean, we've been talking about these possibilities. Go ahead, man. I'll make you Kelly McCrimmon. But, I mean, we've gone through a bunch of different scenarios. Do you sit there and go, you know, what you gave up to get Eichel? And, okay, you saw Ronberg and Cotter and um, Lasician. Those kids yep. proved they can play. Hey, yep, all of a sudden, play. there's something in the pipeline. Uh, but yep. but you gave up a lot of high draft picks, and you're wondering you can't bring any dollars back. So now, and the question is not who but when, because I mean right. this is this is you know I it always breaks my heart when I say this. You could say, Theodore would be, you know, a franchise defenseman for some. You maybe get a first, a second, and a third for a guy like Theodore because Petrangelo is going to play 28 minutes in the playoffs. Or five million. Martinez is a leader, and he blocks shots. Or maybe you could move move a Martinez. Yeah. And believe me, it's going to be painful when these guys go out. But there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, you're going for it now." But you also have to look at the the big picture for the organization because this team will get old at the you know all at the same time if you don't start to get an infusion of youth. Right, but you know, listen. If they made the deal for Eichel, that means they want to win and want to win now. And yeah, you know, um, I you, obviously, I think there are things they can do. You just mentioned the young crop of kids they have coming, um, and good, you know, good forwards. I, I, I think, you know, how do you trade Theodore? How do you trade I know. Martinez? I know. I mean, you know, you don't because if you start getting thin on on the on the back end. You know, then it's good luck getting the puck out of your well, zone. Well, then here we'll, we'll, crazy, well, but you're you've saying all these crazy good forwards who who can't get who can't get up the ice. But it's a cap. Okay, it's it's a it, playing in their own end. But it's a cap friendly, low hanging fruit. There he sits, Riley Smith, yeah. UFA making five million. Yep. Okay, that, but how do you get rid of Riley Smith? I mean, the January first, well, yep. they may say, listen. 
this guy's part of this core, and you know they extend with. So now you extend Riley Smith. Then somebody else that's going to hurt's got to go. I mean, sorry, you you can't have everybody. No, you can't. No, and and and, and that, you know, and listen, I the, these GMs are not dumb, or else they would be in. They you know they wouldn't be there, right? I, I'm sure when they made the deal, they thought about every scenario. You know, just like we're talking about right now. Well, do we end up moving a D? Who do we have? You know, can he fill that role? Or you know what? We have excess forwards now. We tried some of these young kids. They can fill the you know fill it. Uh, Fill the role that we're looking for. Um, you know, it, 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 it's it's going to be it's not going to be an easy easy decision for them. I know, but um, these these guys are involved in everything, Pat. Yeah, the, the trade deadline. Watch them bring Flurry back. I mean, they're yeah. they're in on everything. No, they they are. They find a way, and you know, and that that's what the good GMs and good organizations do. And um, you know, some are more methodical than the others. Some are, are, you know, go for it now. Some are, you know what, we're not going to give up a lot for. It, 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 it's, it's uh, you know, and that's why we love the game so much, you know, to see all, all this uh, materialize. What are you hearing in your neck of the woods? Honestly, Pat, we were weeks and weeks talking about this. And now it's, you know, they're the Board of Governors meeting, and they're still putting a happy face on it. And then the IOC handbook yep. comes out. Three to five weeks. Who the heck's making yep. that the decision that your goalie or your, you know, top six forward stuck over there, God knows where, for five weeks? This thing's unraveling right in front of our eyes. Well, it it really is. You, you, you know, every every player would love to play in the Olympics and represent their country and play against the best in the world. But but then there's the other side of it, right? Um, a lot of these guys, you know. Talk about, you know, if they get quarantined, it, it's, it hurts the organization. You know, they have family at home. Um, I, you know, and, and listen, it's not going to be um, all fun and games when you're over there. You're going to play a game, go back to your room, sit there, wait to play your next game. It's not like you're going to have free reign on the village and go, you know, they're going to be under tight restrictions. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm very skeptical of of, you know, with everything going on in China, too, um, you know, besides the, the COVID situation. Well, the, you, I, you bring I that know. up. i got to ask you about it. Uh, you bring that I I've not heard anybody else say this. And mm-hmm. uh, listen, from a PR perspective, you just had the World Tennis Association go rip right. Gordon out of there billions it's cost them to do the right thing. We know the NBA players got their head in the sand like, oh, what, what, what's yep. the problem? I mean, right. you know, I don't begrudge these Olympic athletes. You get, you know, they're individual people. They they train yep. for four years for this moment. Yeah. That's a different animal, you know. But the NHL yep. now, you know, you, you first of all, you thumbed your nose at South Korea, which don't tell me it's that important if you passed on it four <laughs> years ago. And now you're going right. here for the money grab. But from a PR perspective, what kind of hit would this league take with the human rights stuff and the tennis player? Exactly. I mean, no one is – everybody's talking about just the COVID, 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 COVID thing. But what about the PR aspect of your yep. league is going over there and, you know, with dollars, dollar signs dancing in your eyes, what kind of splashback are you going to get from that? Well, exactly. And then I'm going to add one more thing. 
you know, you know, uh, you know, part of going over and playing in the Olympics and and showing off your sport with the best athletes in the world is about growing the game, right? Grow, you know, growing it internationally, bigger and better. Um, these games are going to be on at three in the morning, Brian. Now, unless you're a diehard fan, um, you're not gonna you're not gonna get up and watch them. You know, yeah, they're going to be replays and this and that, but we'll know the scores and you know. But but a lot of people, I, I don't see how we grow the sport of hockey. Um, you know, when the games are being played, when they're going to be played. Well, it's funny. Two of the best hockey games I've ever seen. Uh, one started at three in the morning. It was when Hashik stood on his head in the Olympics in stoned Canada, yep. and the other one was the and oh she did it the other night. I mean, he had he had a shootout goal the other night. I go, yeah, I've seen that one before. <laughs> but, yeah, the but, the Russian game but, with but, with the but, shootout but, but, was four the in the morning. Brian, Brian, here's the difference. You're a diehard. I'm a diehard. I know. Oh Won't no, I know. Watch him. Yeah. You know, but 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 the people that were trying to get to watch it and get their kids into the game, um, you know, aren't going to be able to, to really, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't going to get up and watch it. So did you have a fire marshal at your house when you lit the birthday cake? Um, yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Can I use, I'm going to use that one. I, you know, hey, you know, and, and tell Stevie thanks for the gift. I appreciated it. What is blessing? No, no, no blessing. Yeah, no. Stevie yeah, Slapshot. Right. What did, what, did, right what, what did Stevie send you? A blank check? Well, I'm not going to tell you. You know, you know, at least give him, uh, you know, uh, $500 and split it with him. I mean, he spent a lot of money on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but hey, what do you anyway. what do you what do you make of what's going on around the league? Um, who's catching your eye? I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm a big fan of what what Minnesota's doing. Edmonton, the depth is starting to kick in a yep. little bit. Lack of depth, yeah, and their goaltending, yeah, and, and their goaltending and their D. You know, they got three left hand shots out on D. Um, you know, they they got to do something or. Or you know, I mean, you know, Minnesota went in, into into Edmonton and you know beat them pretty handily, I thought. Um, but you know, uh, I, for me, um, I, in the, in the West, I, I I really like Vegas or St. Louis to come out of there. And I think I told you from the get go, from day one, I picked the Florida Panthers. I don't think I don't think there's a team that is faster in the league, um, and you know the the skill that they have. They just come at you, and yeah. I, I think they are going to be uh, extremely difficult to beat. Pat, I'm telling you, I don't know about depth. A couple of injuries could really slow things down. But not, and I'm not, and They happen to be in first place now, but I've been saying this for a month. I got news for you. What Zegers is doing every night <laughs> and Drysdale yeah. – it's like Getzlav and these old guys, they're following this. It's I, My analogy was Zegris is doing for Anaheim what Kaprizov did for Minnesota last year. But, yep. oh, by the way, you got Stolars who can play and Gibson yep. who's been good, not Gibson good. But Gibson's yep. not facing the kind of rubber he's faced in the past. I think Anaheim sticks around for a while. Well... You know what? That'll be that's a story to watch, right? I mean, just when you think they're gonna, you know, okay, it was a nice little run. 
um, they keep it going. And, you know, they, they, and they've got a lot. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to be good. Uh, there's no doubt. Because, they, you know, they have other young kids that they'll, they'll be able to bring up, um, you know, within the next year or two. Um, are they ready yet? I, I don't think so. I really don't. Um, but they're a fun team to watch. That's for sure. And, and they're no easy out. Did you happen to see the other night the Sabres pull the goalie, tie the game against the Rangers, right, in the right. final minute? Yeah. And I'm watching the game. I'm watching Joe's doing the game. And yep. all of a sudden they go back and they say they're challenging it for offside. So yep. they look at it and they come out and they say it was ruled that the play was offside, no goal. All right? Yep. So now, to his credit, 30 seconds after the game, Marty Baran was all over this. Granado on the bench was all over this. He go, he calls the referee over. He says, go review this again. You made a mistake. The guy goes, no, nah, the league made a decision. We're fine. Olofsson, the pass came to him. The puck hits his – it's hard to describe. The pass is coming to him. He's a left-hand guy, far wall. He he takes it on the tape of his stick with the stick moving backwards on the blue line and lets it lifts the stick and the puck goes in the zone. Darlene's about a foot offside. Olofsson right. go, uh, goes to touch the puck and waits until Darlene is back on the line, gets it, play continues, they score a goal. In essence, what happened was Olofsson did not have possession of the puck on the blue line so basically, right. it was nothing more than Darlene tagging up. Okay. Correct. So they review the thing, and Granado's calling him over, going, you're misreading the rules here. Review this. He goes, no, they, and the ref's like, no, nah, the league looked at it. We're good. Right? So now the league has to issue and apologize that these idiots got it wrong. The guys in the war room don't even know the rules. Granado yeah. took the high road after the game. But the, the one quote, he had me until this. He said, I can't have emotion in it. I can't think about it. There are certain things that are out of your control, and you just play. You just trust that the league knows what they're doing, and you move on. You had me till you said that. Trust in this yeah. league to know what they're doing. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. How can and, you get you know, replay and, wrong? Right. No, I know. And, and that's why, as much as I like replay, um, I don't, you know, I mean, you and I go back to the days of the human eye, right? And, and a call was a call and you, and you moved on and played and figured out a way to, to get it back or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I, I, I just, I don't know. I just, um, I fight it all the time with myself. Do I like it? Do I not like it? Well, the funny you know, thing is we, we, to- we sit there with, with half of the, a goaltender interference. Half of the half of the calls they make now, they were ahead of the curve with a replay in terms of hey, it's a goal. Yes, no, it was in. Right. That's great. But the subjective stuff with goalie interference and now they even messing up yep. offsides. It's yep. almost like now they're frustrating you twice instead of once. Yep. No, I I I don't disagree at all. Um, you know and. But that's what you get into when when you have these, um, you know, these questionable calls, right? And you would think you would think they get it right, and a lot of times they don't. So all right, there there, there we are. What, what's the big thing you're looking for here before the holiday break uh, in hockey? 
Well, you know, I, I you know, I, I think the I think the teams that are at the bottom of the league, um, you know, the teams that were expected to look at the Islanders, you know, look, there's a lot of teams that are not performing uh, up to their what they thought that that, that they were going to be, and I tell you, at this time of the year, um, you know, it's nice to have a little cushion uh, where you sit, um, and for the teams that don't, it's chasing, and so. Um, you know, it's, it's just trying to get, get the wins to get, to get yourself back into a hunt. Right. And, uh, there's some teams that are, are, um, you know, well, well behind right now. Let me call on your, I love when we do this, the call on your your past experiences and those intangible things. It's, it's like a betting thing. It's a Vegas NBA, NHL forever in a yep. day, Pat. We talked about the first game home from a long road trip. It's a very hard game to play. Okay? Guys are gone for 10 days. They come home, be with the kids, walk the dog, pay the bills, go the all that, and the distractions. Okay, we've all known about that in the NHL and the NBA. About about a month into this season, I saw it happen a couple of times, and I go, boy, oh, boy, I wonder if this is a new thing. By the way, the dog was perfectly fine until we told the dog to trust the NHL to know what they were doing. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, My dog's going crazy. I apologize. No, no, no. They love it. The ambiance. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, yeah. I spotted this thing, and I really think it's a thing. And you're going back home, the Wilder back home, uh, Carolina tomorrow night, right? Yep. Okay. Carolina's on the end of the, first of all, I don't know, did Carolina lose a bet? They had a Western road swing, went home, and then have Western road swing, went home, played Philly, had a home game, yep. and then hit the road again. I'm like, what, what did these guys do to the schedule maker? Right, but, right. But here, here's the thing I spotted, and it seems to keep happening and happening and happening, and that's the teams on, a, let's call it a four-game road trip or longer. The last game of a road trip these guys have mentally checked out. Their head is already on the plane going home. These teams are like everybody's losing the last game of a long road trip. And I wonder if it's because last year was this goofy little division thing where you're doing one-hour puddle jumps. Now they're traveling all over creation again. Talk about the challenges when you were a player with travel and how that impacted you individually and teams you were on. Well, I, I think... The biggest thing coming back, um, you know, you're playing before your home home crowd, right? Um, and and the and the and the mantra on the road is, hey, let's keep things simple. First ten minutes, you know, so you're you're not you you're you're playing kind of conservative, right? And then when you get home, you you feel the adrenaline and the rush of your home of your home crowd, and then you kind of play out of, um, um, you know, you, you, you get too uh, fancy. Uh, yeah, you get too fancy. You, tr- you know, you try, oh, I can beat this guy instead of making the smart play. Huh, you turn it over, it's gone the other way, and then it gives the team, uh, you know, that road team, that, that little uh, little extra bump, if you will. And, and so, um, you know, it, it can be difficult. It can, you know, and, and Minnesota was on a long road trip five days, um, and now they're back home. So, and they're, and they're listen, uh, Carolina's not going to be too happy losing – you know, the, the last two that they've lost. So, um, and, and when you're a good team like that, you know, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough tomorrow night. See, I, mean, I like Minnesota tomorrow night. No, but my point is, like, think about it. Yep. Minnesota, albeit. Well, you do, but on the flip side, yeah. 
No, you know, no, like, but, but like Minnesota, old, Minnesota know. was right there. Could have won the game last night, but it was, they didn't check out. That was a hockey game. No, but Vegas, yeah. Vegas, Eastern Road Swing. You know, checked out against Detroit. I can I could rattle yeah. off a dozen of them. Where the new thing is, I think these these guys after a long road trip, it's not like you know. Here's the other thing, Pat. These guys aren't, you know, a, a long road trip and the bonding thing. Where where are you bonding now? These guys are bonding in ballrooms and team. You know, they're not going out howling at the moon. I don't even know if they right. go out for team dinners anymore. And I'm not sitting there saying boys will be boys. But that was part of it. When you'd go on the road, yep. you you guys were like everybody was jacked to go on the road. And you go out and you have a couple of pops with the guys. You know, right. just don't get in right. trouble. But but you know right. what I mean. Boys will be boys in. There was a thing to that. Now it's like these guys are on the plane. Like every minute of the day, they're told where to go. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, it, it, I, you know, I, I would assume, you know, it, it all depends what type, type of, you know, leadership you have to, right? Uh, you know, are, are the guys all together? Are they not all together? You know, is your coach, coaching staff keep, keeping them together? Um, for Minnesota, you know, they, they, I think in their heads, they're still trying to prove something. And, you know, um, you know, that being said, you know, it, it's hard every night. So who knows, right? I mean, who knows? We can, we can, you know, come up with this theory, that theory, the other theory. Are you ready to play when the puck drops, you know, tomorrow night at seven o'clock? All right. Last question for you. You're the absolute best. The key moment, I'm telling you, last year, I, I thought the guy should have won, you know, he was coach of the year. Uh, but the key moment for me, when Everson benched Parisi, when he was going yep. for that empty net goal, maybe he's out, he got stuck out there, maybe it wasn't as bad as maybe Everson thought, but whatever, and he was none too happy about it. And now we know what Parisi's not here. That moment for a coach like Everson, how big was that? Then, how big is it to this day, and what is the player's relationship with this guy? Well, I will tell you, it, 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 at that moment, it turned from um, the prisoners running the asylum to um, the coach running it, okay? Um, it was no longer, you know, this is how it's going to be, you know, like it or not, tough, you know, and... Um, and I think that, I think everybody on the bench, from the first guy to the twenty third guy, was like, "Okay, I get, we get it." And um, and now, you know, you know, both Suter, Parisi are gone, and I'm not going to sit here and blame them for everything that's happened. It's been an ongoing thing with management and and coaches and players, you know, for a long time here. And uh, you know, all of a sudden, um, they know who's running the show. They know, um, uh, you know, how you got to act and operate. And, and, the, and the new leadership group, you know, came right out and said, hey, it's all-inclusive. You got something to say, say it. And uh, it's not run by Felino, you know, uh, Felino, Dumba, and, you know, and Spurgeon. They, they, yes, they are the leaders, but you've got everyone involved and everyone feels a part of it, and, and that's why – you know that's why they're playing so well, buddy. You're the best. Tell them tell them about the broadcast you're doing and uh, all the good stuff. How uh, folks I, I can catch you. I will be on the big. I will be on the Big Ten Network uh, Thursday night six or seven o'clock Eastern. Bowling Green, Ohio State should be a fun one. I see your mug. And, uh, 
Uh, what's that? I'll see your mug on TV. Yes, you will. Yeah, I, I wow. might even say hi to you. So that's but what yeah. Stevie sent you. He sent you a case of pancake number two. Yeah, you never know. Hey, it's none of your business. <laughs> you know, I just you know we respect it. Disrespect it. Buddy, you know? you're, you're the best, um, man. I'm, I, I, all right, I, hey, you take care. We'll talk do, soon. Get somebody to shovel the driveway. You don't do it. Yeah, I I know. I have my minions doing that, of course. <laughs> all right, All right, buddy. Care, thank you. Pat Micheletti. He is absolutely one of the best. He's our dear friend and just chock full of always great information. Hey, we always appreciate when Tony checks in on Vegas Hockey Island. Hi, Tony. Hey, Brian, I'll keep it really quick. I know it's towards the end of the show. Yeah, you're fine. Um, we've been saying, or I've been saying since the off season, since the summertime, that this goalie needs a new glove. He should have been out shopping for a glove this summer. He cannot catch the puck. All we needed to see was last night for proof. Is it, This guy, he can stop the first shot. If he doesn't catch it, which he doesn't very often – he loses track of the puck. He has no idea where it's at. Zero rebound control. That was and a that was a that, that was a weird one. I mean, the thing's going literally what two feet wide of the net. He flails the glove out and flips it right back over his shoulder into the in front of the net. But if you had Minnesota last night, you had to be you had to think the game was fixed for a second there. You had to be thinking the game you had to be thinking it was your night. Maybe the game was fixed. Anyway, you can't count on our offense. It just we I like I said, I don't care if Gretzky, Drysidel, McDavid, who's coming, and I'm glad that your guy's coming in a few months. I don't care who it is. We're not gonna score five or six goals a night. And Leonard hasn't shown he can give up one or zero and win us a playoff game. They're not going to be 6-4 in the playoffs, Brian. You know that. Well, he did steal the game in Montreal in the playoffs. He stole that game and kept them breathing. They should have come back with him. And they showed the graphic. I know, but that was... I know. It's Montreal. Montreal doesn't have firepower. But the one thing, they did show the graphic last night. Those were two of the league leaders. And if you get the three goals, you, they win games. Yeah, right. But what I'm I mean, they they got to three last night and maybe shouldn't have won the game. Yeah, that was a great game. No, I, listen. Hey, hey at the, at the really end of the quick, day. Brian. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, so I'm sorry. Sweden had a national celebration last week when it, when Leonard announced he wasn't playing for the Oh, uh, you're you're tough tough <laughs> tough room, man. Always See you, appreciate the call, Tony checking in. Hey, listen. When did we get to the playoffs? That's Leonard. That as every team, their goalie's got to step up. He's got to come up big. I, I think you're running with this guy, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it. This is the decision you made. Time's gonna be the judge. Yeah, that was a goofy goal. You know, the other the only other goals he's having problems with. It seems like the East West stuff across the crease. They're throwing down low into his pads, and a lot of pinballs, side shots are going in. Um, I I don't know. I'm a Leonard guy. I think he's fine. I think he's going to be perfectly fine. That was a heck of a hockey game. Pat Micheletti's a heck of a guest, and we'll do it again tomorrow. TC's coming up next. As always, appreciate you uh, checking in with us on Vegas Hockey Hotline. Uh, we'll have Ken Bolke coming in the studio tomorrow. Jason Pothier Wednesday. Dave Shane later in the week. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.